What is up my AKA Patters? We're rolling out of the 31 Days of Dread and we're going right back into Netflix. You guys know I believe Netflix is the greatest film studio we have today and they gave us Batgirl, Alicia Silverstone, Benicio Del Toro, The Wolfman, and JT, Britney Spears' ex-boyfriend. We put them all together, we make it a murder mystery, and all systems are go. Hang out with me. We're going to discuss this movie. Quiet on the set! Camera speed, sound production, take one. Action! What is up, what is up, what is up? People, aka Batters, I did not number the episodes. I don't know what episode number we're in. We're just going with it because last night, with the girly on the couch, a little bit of popcorn, a little bit of tea, hot tea, that's right, because I was sick. Not sick. I just get hit by allergies sometimes. I think there are allergies. I think as I get older, I get hit by allergies maybe two, three times a year. It used to kind of be once a year. But anyway, uh, yeah, wasn't 100%. So it's like, hey, we all love Justin Timberlake. I, I just love looking at Justin Timberlake. Let's watch this random Netflix movie that I've seen a few people on the socials repost. And people... I went into some of the reviews. I went into some of the discussions about this movie. And we have a lot to break down. Because I'm confused. I'm confused over the state of film criticism. Film perception. And I'm not saying some of these reviewers don't nail what they think the movie is. Right? Because they're receiving the movie. Over here, we like to sit down and guess what? Let me know if this sounds familiar. We like to be entertained. We like to be entertained. We love being entertained. We live to be entertained. So when you sit down and you have an open mind and you know you're watching expertise, you know you're watching Benicio Del Toro, where, I mean, realistically speaking, people, uh, what has he not been good in? Runner, runner, Ben Affleck movie. JT's amazing in that. JT's good in everything he's in. Then we get Alicia Silverstone. Everybody loves a comeback. That girl, uh, a lot. Uh, she's been vocal about her upbringing in Hollywood and everything that happened around her getting up phase, which really was clueless. Clueless to Batman and Robin becoming Batgirl. If Batman and Robin. In the tone that Joel Schumacher made that. You know, like him and the executives and the toyetic guys. If Batman and Robin hit the audience. And became just over the top children's fantasy superhero action drama. Comedy too, right? Action drama, comedy. Three things we love in movies. Her career would have absolutely hit. Beyond the stratosphere. She would have been the maybe the biggest woman ever in Hollywood. It's one of the great near misses in in all of cinema, all of film going, all of tentpole Hollywood nineties that spend all of our money on four movies a year type of budgeting. But it doesn't happen for her. And she goes down that spiral. And we kind of see a little bit of, of a trend. It might be reverse ageism. I think Hollywood is fighting against ageism and they're getting 
more women who are seasoned will will be nice. Call it seasoned, uh, you know, somewhat non-victim and non-sexual roles or non, um, you know, like roles where they can be more of a character. I'll say. And I kind of had a similar re- revelation too when uh, earlier this year we did Jodie Foster and The Accused. And as powerful and strong as she is in that movie, she's relatively playing a hot girl that gets it in a bar. And to me, there's a side of me that disagrees with, with that. You know, right? Like, why why do girls always get roles like this? Why do we only know women through old roles like this and it has nothing to do with being woke and and being anything i do believe it's a little bit of what people are willing to receive what they like what they're willing to spend their money on what they're willing to accept uh there's a lot of audience question marks about it and it's not like along the way we haven't seen momentum towards women Uh, i had a big discussion about angelina jolie uh this past weekend at a Halloween party because there was a couple dressed up as Mr. and Mrs. Smith and it was tough. It was, it was a tough, at the end of the movie when they're kind of in their underwear at the uh, smoldering house, that one shot. It's tough. It's a, it, it's a tough read to know that, to me, Mr. and Mrs. Smith is is the Kevlar vest with the pockets and the the yellow uh, shield blast glasses. But anyway, moving on. But yeah, that Angelina Jolie discussion was really about how she was a big bet with that movie Salt. And Salt didn't quite hit the stratosphere. And it really is one of the few times we see Hollywood focus on a female as a, you know, we can call it like a male action lead. Uh, The hubris of Alicia Silverstone's career really uh, crests with this movie Reptile because she is stellar in this movie, you believe her as a wife. You believe her as Benicio del Toro's wife. Benicio del Toro, who also was involved with the story and script, he plays a detective again with a, a shattered past. He's trying to get to the answers. And he again, the the movie trope is detectives need to have weird hobbies. To, to withdraw themselves from the world. Outside of uh, Heat, by the way. Al Pacino is nothing but obsessed with his J-O-B. That's what makes him the greatest movie detective. Sorry, guys. But no, he, they call him like Hokey Pokey or, or, or whatever. Or Oklahoma. Because he can cut it right. right. They call him Oklahoma. And JT is almost like what we would expect. He's a well-to-do, affluent, good-looking dude with a wife that ends up dead and it doesn't take a lot of movie iq to figure out what's happening i figured it out probably an hour into the movie because we were introduced to all the characters like once we know all the players right uh it's pretty much right there like it's it's one of these people now some of the reasoning for it I believe this is what loses a lot of the uh, critics. I love the way how this movie unfolds. I love how movies like this unfold. It's two hours, 16 minutes. Directed by... I mean, if you listen to The weekend, Grant 
singer, movie, video, music video director, Grant Singer. And the reason why it's significant that Grant Singer is on this movie, this is his first movie. And when we go through the list of individuals who have come from commercial, like we'll call it like the ad agency field of filmmaking, commercials, music videos, it's a long list. Mick G, Michael Bay, uh, I think uh, Brett Ratner, and I, I'm forgetting quite a few guys. Uh, we talk about it, it a lot. Seldomly do they get into what you would call a drama. Seldomly do, would they get into a slow burn movie. Uh, a movie that's really just focused on character. Who are these characters? And that's why, again, like that's why I was focusing on Alicia Silverstone earlier. Because everyone's going to talk about JT and everyone's going to talk about Benicio Del Toro. Our supporting characters are so fantastic in this movie, you know that they did it. You know that they were behind the murder. Eric Bogosum. Bogosum. Eric Bogosum from Talk Radio, Oliver Stone's Talk Radio. He's amazing. Michael Pitt is amazing. So we get like these like character, character actors. Easy to identify who did who did it? why did they do it what was it you know like the intricacies and this movie is designed to appeal to the the law and order the csi crowd it's a procedural drama we move through the reins we we uh, pull the storyline along like a chain link and we move the links to get the story so a lot of the critics have come in and they're just like, look, man, like this revelation or the gotcha moment, just not quite there. The movie's a little bit long. The movie's a little bit slow. Like all of these things and, and they're not experiencing the movie. Uh, this movie was perfect at night with the lights out, with some popcorn, with some tea because, you know, when you're trying to make yourself get a little bit better so you can do a little bit more work. It's amazing. It's an amazing movie for that. And it is perfect at home fodder. It's great to get sucked into a movie like this when you're at home. Because the movie's not glossy. And Grant Singer needs nothing but accolades. Because he gives us this slow burn movie from, from Hollywood music videos. And I say Hollywood music videos because, like I said, he's done work with people like The Weeknd, who I absolutely... Who I absolutely love, by the way. And this is a must-watch movie. This is a drama well-delivered from Netflix. Uh, just breezing a little bit of what I found online. This was, I think, their their top-streamed movie for almost a month. Which is huge because Netflix's reach is... They're reaching the most eyeballs than anyone. So, Reptile proportionally... When it just comes from butts and seats, or not even butts and seats, but eyeballs, uh, would be a number one movie for three, four, five weeks. Uh, even three weeks would be a, a amazingly significant for this type of movie. And that's where we are. We're in this slow burn procedural drama brought to us by Netflix with nothing but familiar faces, with some new faces. Uh, Mike, I thought Michael Pitt. I thought he was uh, Ethan Embry. 
so. But he's not. But Michael Pitt is so good in this freaking movie because he plays the oddball. That is a little bit of a movie trope. Uh, he's the swerve. He's they're like, oh, this is the guy. You know, like he knows a little bit too much about how police do things. He's trying to evade them. He studied them. Uh, he listens to police scanners. They're 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 going to figure out how to pull him down. Though. They're going they they're going to make some connection. They're going to arrest him. But it's not it's not it's not him. I'll tell you that right now. The movie is called Reptile because reptiles shed scales. They shed their skin. The truth will be revealed. Like a reptile sheds its skin. Nothing like Donkey's comment in Shrek with a, 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 a onion has layers. They could have just called this movie Onion. It would have been fine. But people, what a amazing, what a fun, what another banger we have from Netflix. So I'm Peter A. People, I even introduced myself, but I am Peter A. DeLuca, aka Pad69, the film buff. We're over 600 episodes deep at this point. I will restart the, the numbering very soon. But I just wanted to kind of clear out the 31 Days of Dread as quickly as possible. We're still going to do a follow-up episode to the 31 Days of Dread. Uh, we're, you know, we're going to do a recap. We're still going to do Thanks Flicking this year. And I was already trying to make a list of Thanks Flicking movies. I thank you for hanging out with me, though. Because we are in a rhythm, finally. And it took us... Maybe, geez, I feel like it took us a year to get back here. Last year's 31 Days of Dread was an absolute disaster. But I, it felt good doing as many 2022 movies as we did with the 31 Days of Dread. I feel like last year, as chaotic as it was, was a um, an absolute complete year that I adore. And I love saying... I've done every single movie in 2022 that was related to horror. And I can say that was the greatest horror year in movie history. I'm sorry anyone from 1931. The birth of the Universal Monster franchise. Yeah, so part, part of the recap is going to get into that. We're rocking and rolling with the website. Uh, we're, we'll, we will be doing website work all day Instagram, food reviews. We got so much happening. That's why you have to go to akapad.com and just become a part of the AKAPAD army. I love you guys so much. Anyone out there that listens, you are appreciated. My heart goes out to you for tolerating me. But people, moving forward, we got more coming. I'm not slowing down. I will not surrender into the night.